Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. It is 2222222. February 22nd, 2022. This is the Wrestling Podcast, Wrestling Inc. podcast, rather. So I'm just thinking about De La Soul in my head, and it distracts me. And here we are tonight to talk about NXT 2.0 on 22222. Which is a Tuesday. Derek Jeter Day. Derek Jeter Day. Yes. The yeah. universe. The universe just paying <laughs> dividends. Uh, so. Tonight, the build-up to NXT Stand and Deliver, full swing, post-Vengeance Day, and I know we have news, I know we have things to get into, but look, I don't know about y'all, I just, I mean, I could just talk about Nikita Lyons tonight for the entire podcast. Entire podcast? She would do, like, she overcame some of the most mediocre... Pro, like teaser vignettes in the history of WWE. And I say this, I, and I'd seen her in women of wrestling. I'd seen her on social media. She did some interviews when she got signed. And I was like, this uh, young lady is very talented, very athletic, very good look. And those promos would just broke my heart because this is not the way to launch someone. And tonight she erased all of that Twitter exploding with rave reviews for her performance Reddit, social media, <laughs> everyone seems to be on board with Nikita Lyons. There was, We're there talk was some about reactions that. on Twitter. There was some reactions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was happy for her. I thought it went a little long. I thought she should have looked more dominant, but she definitely is unique. She stands out. And, you know, I agree with you on those promos because they were just going in a different direction with her every single yeah. promo. And now they're finally letting her wrestle. And it looks like she's going to adopt the MMA character. So it was different. I liked it. Yeah. yeah, honestly, the first thing I thought, and I know we'll get more to it, but the first thing I thought when I saw her come out so confident and looking so badass, I I thought of Glenn. I was like, I wish they would have never done those video packages. If yeah. this would have been your first impression of her, it would have been perfect. And yeah. you know what part of it was? She posted something on social media. I talked about this where she was like using nunchucks and she was wearing a similar outfit to tonight. And my thought was just no one looks like her in WWE. Just a very unique yeah. look and very unique presence. And I liked that it was not a squash match because I would have felt like they were just sort of retreading the past um, of what they've done when they try and introduce a very dominant in-ring athlete. Um, so, no, I, I really liked it. And we'll talk about it. But, Alfred, first, we got some news we got to dive into. Yes, we do. Uh, first of all, AJ Styles will not be all in anytime soon. He just re-signed with WWE in what is said to be a multi-million dollar contract, likely around the $3 million range. Uh, this according to PW Insider, I believe. AJ Styles at WWE. You guys excited, Issa? Oh, of course I'm excited. That hair alone deserves its own contract. <laughs> I just want to point out that the real news that we need to report here is the difference between the word resign and resign because a lot yes. of people were not understanding and the first thing i got was a text message that says aj styles resign and i'm almost my heart dropped and i'm like you need to learn your grammar okay thank yeah. you very much reporters hyphenate that shit i don't care if it's not the correct way to do it we need yeah i'm starting a campaign you know yeah. there's a lot wrong with this world and i can't fix i'm gonna say a good 50 percent of it the other 50 percent, i got ideas and the one i'm starting with 
is we're going to hyphenate re-signed when somebody renews or just use the word renew. Or if you want to be a little hip, use re-up. Like you know, we're talking about the wire or something, you know? <laughs> because resign or resign mean two opposite things. So it's easy to get confused as to what that is. So it definitely needs some type of distinction. I'm for the hyphenation. Yes. Do or yes. just go to MiriamWebster.com. Google uh, resigned synonym. No, don't Google resigned synonym because then you'll have a synonym for the wrong resigned. So we really need to go with renewed, re-up, or re-hyphen signed. I think I I I I'm 100 with you. I was I was very upset at the person that texted me that, and then they're like, "Oh, come on, you know what I meant." I'm like, "Listen, English is my second language, and I still know how to properly." <laughs> use the term so listen AJ Styles staying WWE for me that's exciting there is still believe it or not there are still a couple of matches that I haven't seen AJ Styles do yet that I still want to see so I'm excited I got to touch his hair also in case you guys didn't know yeah it was amazing that's why I asked you first if you want to know how to make Issa a fan for life professional wrestlers let her touch your hair no, no, not all of them. Not all of them. Yeah, not all of them. Not, like, not Montez Ford or Bianca Belair. Don't ask them to touch their hair, but, you know, the rest of them, oh, no. that might be better for AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't on? say ask. I said they can offer. We just started. It's too, it's too early, guys. We just started. You're right. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we've been missing you after a week. We have to make up yeah. for some lots of Harland, invite Issa to rub your bald head. <laughs> That would look great. That'd be dope. Only AJ Styles, you guys. The only hair I love so much is AJ. Well, I don't know. Brock yeah. Lesnar's ponytail is up there now. So, yeah, I was so happy fun. for you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think Brock is using like mane and tail to, to keep that ponytail in line? <laughs> He's not using anything. He doesn't have to. It's just all natural. <laughs> all natural. It looks great. It looks great. Yeah. Okay, so we were actually talking about this last week, Glenn, a little bit about Saturday night's main event, but WWE looks like they are going to rebrand their Sunday night live events as Sunday Stunner. So they're really revamping their live event tours. So on Saturdays, we're going to get Saturday night main event. Sunday is Sunday Stunner. This is all going to start to take place after WrestleMania. Of course, Trish Stratus has been announced for future live events. Ronda Rousey, they're adding. Really shaking things up. Does this make you excited, Glenn? I mean, I like uh, some alliteration in in names. So anything you know where we can get that in, I'm I'm a big fan of. It's just such a strange time right now in professional wrestling. I mean, here we are. We're in the great reopening. Live events already going, but it sounds like they're going to be expanding soon. Um, Lita put on a fantastic match at Elimination Chamber. I think uh, the company, you know, with the talk of Steve Austin coming back and some of the other things going on. WWE might have some uh, discretionary budget that they're going to, instead of, you know, concentrating on 20 lower card performers, give all that money to one big name. And I think we'll see, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, I think, I think it's exciting for them to do something with the house shows. I've seen some videos sometimes from the house shows and they just look so empty. I don't think, I don't see anything wrong with trying to hype them up a little bit and put a little more star power behind them just for ticket sales and, and, you know, it's a business. And if you really want to do house shows throughout the week and you need to bring a reason for people to come out, I do think changing the name and maybe adding a couple of special features or whatever to the shows will be a success for them. Because right now a house show just feels like a house show and people are not really tempted to go. They are struggling to sell tickets to MSG. Imagine a house show in the middle of nowhere. 
Now, here's what I'm thinking. And you might say, Glenn, this is extreme. Why would he put himself through this? But I want at live events a dunk tank with Vince McMahon. Um, you know, let's be fair to, to uh, Vince and say 100 bucks a pop. Now, remember, the dunk tank only sucks the first time you go in the dunk tank. After that, you're already wet. It's not a big deal. But I personally will uh, I'll, I'd come back throughout the evening. How much would you pay? What, what, what? I'd pay a hundred bucks a pop, and you know I might save up a little bit instead of buying some merch. I'll come and you know maybe uh, you know uh, dunk Vince like three times. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Well, five hundred wow, for three shots. Oh, so no, I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking if you would pay five hundred. If for five hundred, I'd like to kick Vince McMahon in the nuts. <laughs> he can wear a cup. That escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> what about a Klondike bar? What'd you do for that? Well. You know, they're not vegans, so there you go. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. But I'm telling you, you want to get live event attendance up. I think the AEW fans will come out for this, you know? That could be – listen, all this revamping and whatnot, the matches need to carry some type of significance. So title change is always a thing that they go to when they want to stimulate sales, and I think that's an old reliable that could work. Maybe even doing small segments on TV to promote a live event match that you're going to see. Uh, but, you know, you need to be treating it with some type of importance in order for people to care enough to go because, yeah, they're pretty cold right now. Yeah, but could you imagine, though, how they would promote that? It'd be like The Miz being like – Dolph Ziggler, this this Saturday night in Birmingham, you know, it'd be like real old school, like uh, yes, South that's old school wrestling. wrestling. That's how you make money. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know that that will get people to come out. You know, well, it will. It's it's psychology. I mean, you have to at least promote it. It'll get more people than they have now. I mean, anything will work. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, we'll get like you know uh, the baby face out there. You know, we'll get uh, Rick Boogs out there saying, Sami Zayn, I heard you talking crap about Birmingham, Alabama, and this yeah. Saturday night, you and yeah. me, buddy. You know, it's it's going to be the cheapest heat possible. They should be pushing the wrestlers to be using their social media like this. If they can't do it on TV, then on their social media, they need to be promoting these matches they have. And then when they make more money on the live events, these wrestlers also make more money. But I don't know how the contracts are constructed now, if they get a percentage of the gate or whatnot, but they look, should be making money off of it. Look how well it worked when Dean Ambrose showed up wearing a gas mask. To Monday Night Raw. <laughs> we'll always have that gas mask. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think they need to do something to simulate the live event business, but I think it's, it's a very odd time right now. I mean, I don't know about you. I still have concert tickets and event tickets that have been rescheduled multiple times. If I buy an event ticket or a plane ticket, I still think, well, fingers crossed this happens. Who knows where we'll be by the time it happens. I think the best thing wrestling has going for it is that it does probably get a lot of last minute walk-up business yeah. and they do have the power of TV. So you're right there where they could really stoke this and promote this if they did it the right way. But Hey, at this point I'm down for anything creative. They did promote a live event match. Brock Lesnar defending the WWE title on MSG. Lashley's not going to be there. It's going to be a mystery opponent. What do you think? Dreams training to nightmares in MSG. What do you think? Oh, Are we getting Brock is gonna no, shut up. <laughs> Stop. I don't know if we want to stimulate that business and you can't miss a live event. That's one way to do it. Yeah, that will be some intestinal what is it? Intestinal fortitude right there. Intestinal Just... fortitude. Yeah. But that's I the way, you know. I learned something from Chase U tonight. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> Do you think uh, you think uh, WWE is going to realize that Big Show is no longer with the company when they go to try and book him to challenge Brock <laughs> at Madison Square Garden? Because <laughs> that's the type of thing they've kept. They kept him around for for years. Yeah. Yeah. Almost for that now. Almost good. Oh, there you go. go in there taking F five. Yeah. Right, final news story leading us into NXT is that we saw, of course, the main event tonight. It was Maso Ciampa and Dolph Ziggler from Raw. And it looks like moving forward, we can expect more interactions between Raw and NXT. I don't know why it took them so long to make that a regular thing, but they have now. It looks like moving forward, we're going to get more Raw interactions with NXT. Of course, Tommaso Ciampa was on Raw this past Monday, so I think this is a good thing. I think this is something they should have done from the beginning, even back in the NXT 1.0 days. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I love the idea. I think AJ Styles, um, Riddle, and now... Dolph Ziggler and Rude, Bobby Roode. I think it's amazing to see them down in NXT rubbing like the, the new talent gets over. They get over. I don't know why they didn't do it a long time ago. There's so many dream matches that we could have done that we didn't get to do, but I'm just going to enjoy it now. While, <coughs> excuse me, while it's happening. But there's a big difference between AJ Styles and the Dirty Dogs. This is like saying, hey, everybody, tonight on uh, ABC, we got a big Happy Days crossover, and then it's Potsy and Ralph. <laughs> I don't know, Glenn. You you are the biggest NXT fan, and you don't you didn't get in your feels about uh, seeing Bobby Roode back in NXT because I did. It I reminded it me of how glorious he was. I thought it was You're Cody, and I thought they were going to You're obsessed with Cody right now. You, you Cody Cody's going to take over NXT. Stopped. Cody's coming to NXT <laughs> to take it over. Mark my words. That's probably his freaking wet dream. <laughs> I mean, look. Here's the thing. Half of wrestling journalists, not wrestling and half of the other wrestling journalists, they just make up the news. They don't really know anything. They don't have inside sources. They're not like Alfred getting texts from the streets. So, look, I have no sources. Vanilla Ice follows me. Who tells me anything? So I'm just hey. I'm calling my shot. And when I'm right, y'all are going to say Glenn's a genius. And if I'm wrong, you're going to forget about it. And meanwhile, Raj gets the most uncomfortable look on his face when I make my wild predictions and we podcast together. It's glorious. I, I don't that know what cool. you're talking about because in my YouTube channel, I use a duck race in order to predict things. Also a magic table. So I have the most reliable sources in the IWC. Thank you very much. Completely agreed. I literally just make it all up. <laughs> and it all works. Um, no, I think they have to do it well, though. And that's, to, to, to your point, yes, Bobby Roode was massively, massively over in NXT tonight. The crowd did not. I didn't. They weren't going crazy for that. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get the glorious theme music in the rollout. He was just a They didn't cameraman. know who he was. He was hidden behind a camera. It took them a second. That's all. Yeah. And they he got a lot of heat when they did do it. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, next week, that dirty dog bump. When we get to <laughs> Maso Ciampa and Braun Breaker versus the dirty dog, which I can't believe they've stuck with. That is the worst name. No, that is tied with the Viking Raiders for the worst name in all of uh, WWE. Yeah, I don't like I don't like Dirty Dogs either. There's there's other things they could have done. They could have done like the Rude Boys. The Rude Boys is and they could they could listen to ska music and come out yeah. and, you know, suspenders and uh, like uh, checkered shirts. Like, even know. reggae, it, it could all yeah. work. Oh, absolutely. Who hurt you guys? Who hurt you guys? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening tonight? <laughs> D-A-W-G-S. Like the new kids on the block. Pardon me. The N-K-O-T-B song, Dirty Dog. Yes. Because, because the Dirty Dogs are as street as N-K-O-T-B. They could grow dreadlocks. I think this could be something. 
could definitely be something. Get on board, Isa. There's super chats to read, guys. There's super chats to read. <laughs> the Rainbow Heart Show wants to know what we all think of a movie I have not watched, the Netflix version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Haven't seen it, but I saw a trailer yesterday that looked very interesting, so I'll check it out. Yeah. I, I saw the trailer. I haven't seen the movie, so I, I cannot wait. You guys know I love my horror movies. I was never really a Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. I think something about, like, I mean, the, the grittiness of it just looked like this is not the fun, fantastical world of Nightmare on Elm Street, you know? Like, this, this looks like it's going to be uh, a bummer or perhaps something that might legitimately give me nightmares. Did you ever know. watch, like, the real story where it was, like, inspired by? Well, it was inspired by Ed Gain, who also was the inspiration for Psycho, which is uh, I know. interesting. Now, Psycho, I yeah. love love psycho psycho psycho's great psycho 2 surprisingly no. really good i didn't like it you didn't you didn't like the twist at the end of psycho 2 i did but not as much as psycho i guess i was comparing it to the original but it's okay. not a bad movie on its own okay psycho 3 garbage psycho 4 the beginning now i did not watch the series bates motel recently but psycho 4 the beginning with henry thomas the kid from et playing young norman bates I loved that. That was a fantastic prequel sequel they did for Psycho 4. It was very good. I didn't even know that I was think Psycho e. I think E.T. is very scary. E.T., that alien is, uh, yeah, something else. Now, I think, the, is this the super chat you want us to get to? He said the <laughs> no, I actually Tony didn't Brown. see that, but thank you so much, Tony Brown. Tony Brown the LeVar super Lester. chat. Thank you. Oh, there's another one? I uh, haven't seen, uh, oh, uh, let me... Uh, let me scroll up. Chair shot reality. Hey there. Oh! $20. Wow. $20 <laughs> in Ra uh, Raj's Children's College Fund saying, My favorite trio. They should do away with live events. Fans know it's not a must see. Record profits from the company. You want to improve morale and let them compete in benefits to an AEW with just TV tapings. LeVar, Justin, you have the StreamYard account. Why aren't you just popping in here if you want to share? Hey, that's okay. If he wants to make it rain, he can make it rain, you know? Shout out to Chair Shot Reality. I actually still have one of the oldest t-shirts I own is a Chair Shot Reality t-shirt that Justin sent me over a decade ago when we both worked at Bleach Report. And the letters like are all pink now. I should wear it tomorrow on the podcast with uh, Justin for the AEW Dynamite. You should. You should. You should. <laughs> now That's actually a good idea, though. I like that. I like that idea. Now, Justin, um, if you go to the Hall of Fame taping, and you wear a red baseball cap backwards, people will think, oh, is Limp Biscuit a surprise induction? <laughs> it could happen. Start the rumor, start the buzz. Fred Huge Durst pop. spotted in Dallas. I think that's what you need to do. Agreed. Thank you, Justin. So that's all the news. We got everything? We got everything. We got everything. There you go. So NXT tonight, the start of the build towards Stand and Deliver. These kids are going to learn AP Calculus. They're going to pass the test. So is Stand and Deliver going to happen during the day? I don't know. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Because <laughs> it's on Saturday. Yeah, it, it's going to happen before WrestleMania, right? They're going to do the whole day thing. It's, not a big fan of that. How are we? How are we supposed to pregame and tailgate and do all that? That's what I'm saying. Are they like not wanting anybody to show up to NXT? Like they setting it up for failure? Yeah, that's um, with 
two nights of WrestleMania, we solved some of the fatigue problem with WrestleMania, and now you're just bringing it back. But Stand and Deliver is obviously going to appeal to the most hardcore fans, especially with the way that they you have a two for one the night before with SmackDown and the Hall of Fame induction of The Undertaker. I'm just saying, I don't know. I, I'm very curious of how the live, like, there he is. Oh, no. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. There we go. I'm not going to let him challenge me like that and not answer the challenge. <laughs> you pull up, Justin LeBar, whatever you want. No, he pulled up. <laughs> I have not been on air with Glenn in months, so I couldn't resist not. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I love it. I know me too. Hi, Hi, Justin. Raj, I'm not charging you. So you just made 20 bucks off me, and I'm not even charging you for this appearance. <laughs> you are such a great man. Such a great man. What a guy. Man what of the people. No, I just want to say real quick, love seeing all three of you. Uh, I, but back to the original point. I like If you're trying to like compete, there's no point in doing live events. Just do away with it. Yeah. Let your, let your yeah. company – I mean, everybody's – like Miro's talking about he tapes on Wednesdays. He goes home with the family, goes back on Wednesdays. Yeah. We're we're past the days of live events uh sell you on TV. We're done that. So yeah. yeah. I mean, just go to go to Saudi Arabia like six times a year. Not even they've already made more than the money that they would have made being on live events just with two Saudi shows in the deal that they have right now. I think it's just that old school promoter in Vince McMahon because he's always said that live events are the barometer of how your business is doing. Yeah. But the economics have changed in pro wrestling to where WWE does not need to be doing live events. There, you know, maybe occasionally, but not where it needs to be a thing every single week. And aside from MSG, what live events is Vince McMahon at to get in touch with the people? He's not in Fresno. Yeah. Right, he's not. All everything is an email report to him. I mean, like the only thing that the live events otherwise can do is, if you're going to be in a main event match with somebody, you can work out your stuff in yeah. front of a live crowd. Uh, but I don't know. I think I think the guys, the girls, are kind of past that point. You can just I don't yeah. Know. And to your point, you have a beautiful performance center where these guys can go and rehearse whatever match they want to rehearse. You don't necessarily have to do it, you know, in front yeah. of a live crowd. A lot of times these matches leak and you get to see videos of them before they actually main event a pay-per-view or a Raw or SmackDown. A lot of people have already seen the matches. Becky and Bianca, hundreds of people have seen it before they actually got to face off, which was, you know, weird in its way. So I'd rather them go to a performance center and get them to do their match there so that we can, so that it can remain a secret as well. Yeah, I have a bad taste in my mouth of live events. I, I can remember so many times growing up as a kid in the 90s, going to a live event, whether it's WWE or WCW, and they knew that it didn't matter. And, like, they would advertise some big match. And, like, a title change would happen. There was no cameras there. A title change would happen, so the crowd went home feeling a certain way. And I turn on TV on Monday. That was not reflected. So I'm <laughs> I'm completely jaded by live events. It doesn't matter. It's a different universe. It's it's. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't relate. We get excellent events in New York City. Thank Carney you business. <laughs> I, you know, I enjoy live events. I will probably. What do you got, Mimosa? Never... Issa, what is this? That is pineapple juice in Malibu. Oh, oh there I you love go. it. Oh, Malibu, my girl. <laughs> uh, I will never go to a Raw or SmackDown again. Probably very selective about pay per view, but I would go to a live event. The most fun I've ever had is like going to. We would drive a couple hours to Fresno or Bakersfield or Stockton and just go to one of these markets where you can get cheap tickets. You can get ramp yeah. side and just watch the talent have some fun. 
I'll say that if, if especially if you're a parent who has uh, kids or if you're yeah. you know an uncle has you know nephews and nieces that is the like the last dying thing live events are fun for cheaper tickets to bring younger fans because you have a better chance because you know they don't have the tv time and you have a better chance of if you're especially if you're close to the ring bringing your youngsters to the guardrail and getting a damien priest or somebody to come by and take a selfie real quick and, and or shake their hand or do something because you know again there's no tv cues so that is but i feel like that's even few and far between anymore of just yeah. is that the value is that is that worth doing these live events i don't know yeah it's, don't know. it's not right now and if the business gets hot again god forbid we have another boom period and it just gets that hot i do think that would justify having live events if it became more mainstream and people did want to go out and see it maybe there is money to be made on that end but i don't think in the climate we're in right now that live events are a necessity to the business model of wrestling yeah, and if live events really made that much money, AEW would hit the road. 100%. Exactly, exactly. Right now, Tony Khan's touting as the as the HR uh, savant that he's only letting the, you know. Oh, you only have to come do TV once a week because we tape. Yeah, and then go do go, go all these like uh, indie shows. Right? Yeah, most yeah. Go do Northeast Wrestling. Go do this signing, whatever. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if there was real money to be made that was worth the expense to revenue, and that this is alfred in the forbes uh, area yeah. to, to discover but it's not it's, that's just not there anymore yeah. before the scrolls off i missed this uh nick uh, mia lee 499 uh i'm not reading this uh nikita <laughs> to be <laughs> solo and mellow msk equal main roster i love chase you love to see toxic attraction pop up on raw core and raquel segment was cute uh justin well we've got you here what do you think of nikita lyons tonight in her debut Okay, I I I have to be honest. Everything I look through with NXT right now, I'm 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 at a weird I'm at, I'm at a weird handicap. I can't figure out where where I stand. I I, I understand that NXT right now what it is is the most comprehensive to where if you succeed in this NXT, you're being set up for success on Raw and SmackDown. Like this is truly the 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 truest example of a breeding ground. I'm still looking through Tuesday nights through a lens of the black and gold. I'm still looking at it as triple. Yeah, I, I, and so I'm. I'm st- I'm still a pissed off fan. I guess like I I haven't wrapped my mind around this new NXT. I guess I don't know. No, it is a it is a different vibe. But tonight's show was really weird. Um, if you look at the pacing of it, how they're trying to build up, stand and deliver, their um, like the antics. I mean, a lot of this felt like watching Degrassi tonight backstage with the like, oh, Brooks and Dunn are trying to do a dating profile. Oh, drama with Indian Dexter. I mean, this, you know, and I feel bad because we said on this podcast, what was it out for two weeks ago? We were like, that wedding segment was fantastic. You need to do more things like that. And they took that to mean this needs to be a 9021 NXT. Yeah, I I believe I did say that I wanted sexy NXT. And I think that's what they did try to give us. I mean, a lot of uh, kind of sexually racy stuff that we saw tonight. Uh, but uh, this you can say exactly it, Alfred. NXT, NXT was horny on me. Hundred percent. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at three zero three two nine two ninety nine ninety two now in Lowry or downtown. It's a weird angle, though, because their demographic being so much older, what audience are they trying to reach with the CW drama? 
uh, on this. I don't think the 50 year olds tuning in are just like, I really relate to this. No, yeah, they are trying to get a younger audience. They're just doing it in a way that makes these grown adults seem like they're coming of age children. And it's really weird sometimes. It makes you wonder, would they be better? I mean, I know it's WrestleMania is WrestleMania. So I'm being half facetious, half serious. You, If you have a Logan Paul, why would you not try to get him involved in the NXT brand too? To if if if, yeah. you, if that's what you're trying if that's what you're trying to do, is to get current and younger on the NXT brand, and I mean I'm I'm too old at this point. I don't understand the Paul brothers, but I know I, it's kind of like Bad Bunny. I, I don't listen to his music, but I respect enough. Hey to, hey, watch it. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> Take another sip of your Sex on the Beach. There, I understand. That it's a draw. It's not for me. It's for another audience. Like, I, I, yeah, I feel like it's kind of like misplaced. Put it, put it to where you're trying to get the younger audience to go to. Go to. I think whoever's running NXT when they had oh, what was her name? The Instagram singer and rapper that was on. Uh, Ali J. Ali J. I think you could lie to HBK and whoever's running NXT. They're that out of touch. You could be like, the kids love Pauly Shore. We need to get him on <laughs> NXT. And HBK would be like, yeah, yeah, I'm down with the kids. I, I, I saw son-in-law. Yeah. Like you could just make it up. And I think if you say this will get you young people, they'll put it on the air. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with OPP. <laughs> we'll just pull yeah. out all the <laughs> we'll pull out all the 90s. HBK not looking so great today after that uh, Dax uh, story came out. Oh, I did see that. Hey, listen. Never meet your heroes, kids. But that was like some shit right out of the movie Whiplash, where he confided in him, like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with, and then he, like, made fun of him in front of everyone. Like, that, that was messed up. Yeah, you know, sometimes maybe he was just having a bad day. Maybe he just caught him on a, at the wrong moment. It's uh, it, it a bad, like that day. <laughs> bad day. Bad day. Bad day. I'm having a bad day. I'm gonna ridicule some young talent. Worst stories in the wrestling business than somebody being grumpy with another talent. I mean, come on. Here's the wild yeah. thing: if, if this happened, if this was a story that came out live currently, uh, 22 years ago, yeah. this, would, this would be par for the course of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> He's become such a He's become such a resurrected man. We're all like, yeah. no, Sean didn't say that. Yeah, seriously. This would be on the light end of what Shawn Michaels was like during that time. <laughs> Some people are like, say what you will about Bill DeMott, but he never violated my confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20 years ago, Dax was like, he told me to come to the bar with him. He was going to give me booking ideas, and Somas were putting my fucking drink. <laughs> it's been so resurrected since now. I don't know. Yeah, we got to give him a break. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Jen and Ness, Buck 99, saying, LeBar, let's go. Uh, look, Justin, you're just making money left and right for this podcast tonight. Uh, uh, saying, uh, Bel Air thoughts. I'm assuming the, Is that Peacock, the Peacock show or Bianca yeah. Bel Air? Uh, well, there's a space in between, so I'm I have give my thoughts on both. I love Bianca. I have not started Jenna on the binging of the new Bel Air. I will. Um, we all know my affinity for for '90s sitcoms. Uh, I, I, Glenn, did you see the SNL parody of the uh, Urkel? No, no, I'll have to watch that. Are you kidding me? No, I have not seen that yet. I'll oh, I'm dead serious. I'm gonna. I, I'm, I, okay. I know. Oh, Issa, did you? Okay, I'm gonna DM you, Glenn. It's gonna totally okay. disrupt you. So, in the vein of Bel Air, which is a real thing of, <laughs> yes, of yes. Will Smith and all executive producing the Bel Air reboot, SNL did a parody trailer of what if Jaleel White executive produced a <laughs> current reboot of Family Matters in today. It's 
awesome. Uh, Glenn, I can't, I can't believe that I haven't even. Oh, oh I, I haven't watched SNL in a while. But you know what I, I love? Don't either, but I'm just uh, Family yeah. Matters is like a buzz thing on my on my timelines. I'm gonna find. No, and I, I've been watching some Family out. Matters lately. lately. I, I get um, I for a backup, I do have cable legally, but I also have like a less than legal backup solution for when the Fox Sports app goes down and I need to watch an East Coast feed or something like that. That sounds and, really. That sounds really shady. Everything you just said there. Oh, it absolutely is. But they have these <laughs> streaming channels that's like 24 hours a day family matters, 24 hours a day. Per like somebody is just what? like playing all the episodes in order. So I like flip between the perfect strangers, family matters and quantum leap channels basically. And then occasionally watch different strokes for three's company. Um, but yes, it has been a joy and I have all these episodes. I could just queue them up, but I like that there's a channel where they're just always streaming in order and I can just flip to that and put it on the background. Talk right. about me giving 20 bucks of Super Chat to Raj. I spent $250 in college to uh, purchase bootleg DVDs of Family Matters, and half of them didn't even work in the U.S. <laughs> ah, I saw you coming. And now Hulu has them all. I feel like a total dunce. <laughs> I spent 50 bucks on a complete set of Kids Incorporated about five years ago on DVD, like the worst quality rips. And uh, we watched them all. We watched every single one of them. They looked terrible. They sounded awful, but they existed capitalism all right i won't keep you guys anymore uh, you three Thanks are on so the much. yeah you i want to say hi i was awake you're here i want to say hi i saw all three of you so it, it, this is it great felt, felt like no totally deal. dude thanks for stopping by justin Al, uh, alfred i'll see you tomorrow uh glenn it's been forever i don't know when we'll Isa, do this again wow. soon i'm sure have a good night man all right guys be safe see you tomorrow buddy Bye. uh so tonight nxt <sighs> we have to talk about all this don't we yeah, yeah we're gonna um, talk about that horrible. I, I can't stand Brown Breaker on the mic. Let's just, let's just get <laughs> let's right get into it. it. Let's get into it. Bro, okay, bro. Like, think about the lineage of NXT champions. Have any of them been less impressive on the mic than Braun Breaker? Uh, you could say Shinsuke. I mean, Shinsuke didn't. No, hey, Shinsuke, Shinsuke, you know what? Shinsuke didn't. Need to talk, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, if we're gonna be technical about it, if you didn't talk, <laughs> Bo Dallas as NXT champ, more charisma. No, he was great as NXT champ. Bo Dallas might yeah. have peaked in NXT. He was amazing. And you know, he got. We even got some elements of that when he was on the main roster. And I think that if they would have stuck with it, it would have really worked. But all right, uh, wait, wait, wait. We gotta talk about. Carrion Cross because he did say something like gas station weasel. That's yes. pretty up there with Brown Breaker tonight. Yes, <laughs> he didn't have one of the more cringe NXT promos that we've seen. And Carrion, Carrion didn't talk for a while, and then was like, "Why did they ruin that? Shouldn't have ever talked." Why they? You ever you ever have that at, at Applebee's, Alfred, where you meet someone and you're just like, "This is going really well," and then you start it's talking okay. to them and yeah. you're just like, "This would have been so much better." And, and we just call not for the check. Yeah. That does happen. You have to remember even... what Indy, Indy Hartwell said it last week. Love works when the person just doesn't talk. Yeah. Yeah, she's right. That's the moral of the story and how they're projecting love on NXT is that the less talking, the better. Silent Bob would be massively over in NXT. Yes. Or we should just do a mute character. You know? Have we had we've had mute carry? Uh, Kane was a mute for what the first yes. couple of years until he had to say suck it. What if we had someone that was raised like a feral child, like the movie Nell, and they just didn't have a command? They just like made sounds, but didn't have a command of the English language. Is that what Harland is probably going to be? Because he hasn't really said any words, has he? 
it's an interesting idea. It's an interesting, interesting angle. Get on that. I will uh, say about Braun Breaker, I, I didn't have a problem with this promo tonight. I thought he showed a lot of fire. I thought he did what he needed to do as a baby face in that position. I mean, he was he was okay. You didn't like it, Issa? Uh, no. No, he made Dolph Ziggler just, I don't know. There's just something about the way that he cut his promo that I was just rooting for Dolph Ziggler for the first time in the yeah, last he, 25 years. <laughs> like, what? Dolph's shortcomings or more to do with how he's booked. Dolph is is solid on the mic. And tonight, Dolph looked like the biggest star in all of wrestling compared to Braun. He looked, yeah, that main roster shine is a thing. And that he was treated like a really big star. I, I will say that they preferred Tommaso Ciampa over him. But when a main roster star comes to Raw, I mean, comes to NXT, they definitely come off as a way bigger star. And Dolph even seemed more energized when he was on the mic and when he was in the ring. He didn't seem like he was going through the motions. I think Dolph believed what he was saying when he stood yeah. there and said, when I walk in here, I was the bigger star right away. And he's like, he probably hasn't felt that way in a long, long time. So, you know, <laughs> he was enjoying the moment. <laughs> it's just tough, though, because even tonight, they're talking about a rubber match with Braun and Ciampa. I'm just like, well, I don't know, would it be such a bad thing for Chompa to win that title back? I mean. I mean, yeah, they had to tease, tease that, but I don't think that's where they're going with this. I, I think they're full steam ahead with Ron Breaker. And Braun's got a great future, but that's part of the thing, though. It's like you don't see your freshman in high school, most gifted athlete bumped up to the varsity squad, let alone being the captain of the team. And that's kind of like what they did here. You know? 2.0, baby. <laughs> it's just odd um so I mean, this was okay and this was a recurring theme uh so with this promo i mean they're they were setting up the match for the main event tonight but then we had um la knight versus grayson waller so what'd you think about this yeah, I thought this was fun. I, I, I liked LA Knight. I, I don't know what this, maybe, I can't figure out if it's, we just don't like Grayson Waller, but I do feel like this feud is starting to do more for him, especially tonight. Um, it was a fun match, I guess. <laughs> you know, I came in here thinking that tonight's show delivered, but maybe it was the second half. <laughs> yeah, there was some stuff I, I did like, but I don't think the whole show was great. This Yeah, this match is fine. I mean, Grayson Waller did win, and then I felt like they made it more about L.A. Knight. And he's starting to get over with this crowd. I mean, he seems to be making a real connection. But, you know, it's, I can only invest in L.A. Knight so much. And he he was doing the red and yellow Hulk Hogan thing, so that's another person he's stealing from. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, very wow. uh, <laughs> cosplay tonight. Yes. With that. Um, but this was a good match. Yeah, I'm just not personally invested in either of these guys. Yeah, I agree. Right. And uh, Sanga had a run-in during this. Um, oh, Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu backstage. This was delightful. It was. It was, but I, I don't believe that she was really sleeping. I, I will stick with the fact that she fake sleeps just to catch information because when she took off her mask, her makeup was flawless, and that's just ah. not possible. Wait, wait is this going to be like the episode of the Golden Girls where Sophia's wearing, pretending to listen to headphones just so that way everyone, like... Uh, you know, it was a little loose-tongued around her. Yeah. yeah. That is a good point. She, and she doesn't ever sound like she's just waking up from a slumber. Her voice is never croaky or anything like that. She sounds perfectly. I'm with you. That and uh, Tiffany Stratton 
stunting and not really being worth all that money. Those things could pay off. These are two, just like Glenn has all these theories, so does Issa. Yeah. yeah. Tiffany Stratton, I feel like they've lost some confidence in. No, she just hasn't been on TV for like a, like a week. What it's, she, she was on two weeks ago and had a pretty Yeah, she had match. a match two weeks ago. Yeah. She, against, just, against the fake sleeper. You had the fake, yeah. the fake sleeper. <laughs> the fake sleeper. <laughs> Uh, she'll be back. I think uh, there's just so many people on NXT to get camera time to that, you know, they get cycled out. Which is kind of crazy. I yeah. mean, the people that we see get very regular um, and recurrent camera time again and again and again. Uh, it's it's interesting to figure out the hierarchy, yeah. as it were. See Marco Gili, 499. Stephen Marco Gili, pardon me. Breaker with a Heyman-type mouthpiece as a WrestleMania main event player. Bigger match, Taker versus Sting or Austin versus Goldberg. Well, it's Let's go to the first part. I feel Paul Heyman could be the busiest man in professional wrestling if he's paired with all of these wrestlers that have everything except the ability to speak into a microphone. Well, yeah. Well, and it just depends on which wrestler. I think Braun Breaker is a type who he could pair with and give the rub to, and that'd be a lot of fun. Even if he could do it in NXT. If on Tuesdays, Paul Heyman's one of those crossovers where you saw him on NXT paired with the champion, uh, that could be a lot of fun if Braun Breaker was ever heel, but uh, you know it's a match made in heaven to me. I think. I think he needs to let Roman go and you know be backstage and be like, "You're a man now, Roman. You must find your way in this world on your own. Go on now. Get you know other other younger talents need me, like Harry and the Hendersons. Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Heyman needs to like let the talent graduate because Roman can. I mean, Roman's a fantastic on the mic. Brock is Brock's personality. We've learned that Brock Lesnar's personality is a plus. Um, if you give him a mic, Paul Heyman needs to work with the talent that needs it and not just, you know, be overkill anymore. Yeah. But to your point, I think the issue with Braun Breaker is that they just move him to the main event of 2.0 as he's developing. So he is learning how to handle these animals and be the champion and be the main event. Maybe we'll get there with him. I just, right now, every time he speaks, I don't like him. I wish he didn't speak. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where it feels premature because I can't think of another NXT champion that they put the belt on when they didn't, graduate where they weren't where their promo wasn't there or they didn't present them in a way that over uh that uh glossed over their shortcomings right so uh to answer steven's second question bigger match taker versus stinger austin versus goldberg alfred do you first austin goldberg 100 especially right now yeah. like taker versus sting maybe a few years ago but the prospect of austin returning is so big that him wrestling anybody, the you know the first couple of matches are going to be massive, and if Goldberg's one of those, then yes, it's a bigger match. Yes, Isa. Yeah, I agree. I think um, Steve Austin versus Goldberg. Um, I, I would like to see that more than Taker versus Sting. I think Taker versus Sting should have happened when when Sting showed up at WrestleMania 31. That would have been yeah. amazing. But right now, I would pay to see Goldberg and Stone Cold. Yeah, gotta happen. Gotta happen. Um, so I had a package delivered apparently at 8.09 PM in the evening Pacific time. Exciting. Uh, so toxic attraction paying very close attention to the dusty cup from the toxic lounge, the toxic (laughs) WrestleMania access, the toxic lounge, sell tickets to that. 
Come in and drink all the Mountain Dew uh, Code Red you want. <laughs> Mountain Dew Kids. Listen, I want to open a bar and name it that. The yeah, that's, a, that's a good name for a bar. Yeah. You know, and also they don't sell this enough. At the Access in Dallas five years ago, I drank my weight in Mountain Dew Kickstart with all the free samples they were giving out. Jesus. I like ran on that for five days. <laughs> I remember straight. that. It was good stuff. Yeah. Haven't had it since, but I enjoyed it when it was free. Um, so they're in the Toxic Lounge, and we saw Core Jade and Raquel Gonzalez training. Nice vignette. Um, we had the first match tonight. Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Defeating Lash Legend and Amari Miller. Issa, what'd you think of this match and that outcome? I forgot about lashing out. Yeah, I mean, okay, so yeah. but we agree yeah. with Lash, they've lost steam with her because she oh yeah, she disappeared. This was yeah. this was her NXT in-ring debut, and I didn't even realize that. I, I love her gear, by the way. But yeah, I, I, I did think even from the second I saw the brackets on social media, it feels slightly predictable where we're going like what we're trying to get to the match was fun but i just completely forgot that lash legend had a show and now we hadn't seen her on tv in weeks and they didn't even hype up that it was her debut i felt bad yeah i worry that maybe there's a repackaging or rebranding or something in the works because that's normally what happens when they don't draw attention to that sort of thing yeah, hopefully. I mean, because they did do, they were doing something with her when she was doing the lashing out show, and they could have done an angle as to how that's how she found a tag team partner. But then they just thrust her on here, uh, pretty much out of nowhere. And you know, they kept it limited. They had Yoshirai and Kaylee Ray do most of the heavy lifting and whatnot. But I will say, I know she's inexperienced and whatnot. But both Io and Kaylee had a couple of big botches in this matches. So you know, everybody proves. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, her cousin saying Alfred's waiting. I saw that. <laughs> Now, Al- Alfred, do you have a name for? Uh, is is it the waiting room for like the nastiness? Or, it's actually uh, Manscaped presents Alfred Kunwell's waiting room. So if you're hey, listen, Applebee's or somebody else wants to sponsor it, go you know go ahead and uh, hit me up. My DMs are wide open. But Manscaped presents Alfred Kunwell's waiting room. They're a great sponsor. But that's the waiting room, but the waiting room is outside something. Something. So what's the name for? Oh, the, the actual listen, well, yeah. that's a sponsorship too. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to think about that. Tell you, the nasty nest. <laughs> the nasty <Yeah>. nest. <laughs> yeah, I actually like that. <laughs> that's it. That's the winner. That's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, this is all fitting with NXT, by the way. You can't say this is off topic, given yeah. the, the raging hormones we saw yes. tonight displayed on this show uh dante chen cutting a promo with some choice words for duke hudson you talk about somebody who needs paul Heyman. <laughs> could you imagine i would like a week in nxt where paul Heyman's the guest and none of the wrestlers speak even if you're going against each other in a mask, Paul Heyman cuts a promo for each wrestler and he'll just go back from one side to the other and paul Heyman talks trash, and then even gives a rebuttal. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be entertaining. That could be more entertaining than some promo exchanges. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, so Duke Hudson won this match tonight. Duke Hudson, a man without a gimmick. Yeah. Went over Don. I like Dante Chen. I thought I wouldn't have been upset if Dante would have won. Yeah, I like him. His ring gear is good. I think his fire is good. He just, he just needs a little more work on the mic and maybe even a mouthpiece, but... You know, Duke Hudson actually has a story, though. He is in that love triangle with Indy and Persia. 
So at least they're giving him something to do, but you're right. He has no gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, so, you Well, there you go. Um, okay. They said it tonight, Alfred. Did they ever? Carmelo Hayes and uh, Trick were out there, and they referred to Pete Dunn as Skeet Dunn. It happened. Skeet Dunn, just as I had said on this podcast last week. And uh, listen, sounds like somebody listen. I'd like to welcome the NXT writers into this podcast. Uh, we love you. And if you're sending Super Chats, that's great, too. But uh, it's, I'm glad they did that. That is very topical to call him Skeet Dunn. And uh, also, I like the subtweets to Max Caster throughout his promo. I, I think they should get together with the Acclaimed and have a match. That should be on a WWE live event. The Acclaimed oh, versus Melo and Trick. percent I would love that. Uh, well, Cameron Grimes was out tonight. Leading to Trick Williams versus Cameron Grimes. You know, I tweeted this, but the value, and this is not financial advice, but the value of GameStop, Dogecoin, and crypto was a lot higher when Cameron Grimes was talking about it on a regular yep. basis. I don't think that's a coincidence either. Now that he's not doing it, it's in the tank. Very We're odd. going to the moon. We're not going to the moon anymore. Nope. Uh, so what did you think of this match? Alfred, I thought this was this is fine. Uh, it was a lot of Cameron Grimes, but you know I love Trick Williams and I loved the segment before uh, and you know how the promos were and stuff like that. And uh, he was fine in there with Cameron Grimes, who's obviously more experienced. And uh, I like that they're sticking with Grimes and Mello because I think they had a really really good match. I like that they're setting Cameron Grimes on a chase and they're again treating this NXT North American Championship like it's the world title. That A title thing isn't really a gimmick. They actually do book it like a world title, and I like it. Yeah, Issa. No, I agree with everything that Alfred just said. I thought this was fun. I like seeing Cameron Grimes, and uh, it does feel, I, I, maybe it's the mic skills, maybe it's the, the pair up of him and Trek Williams, but I do find Carmelo a lot more interesting right now than I do Braun Breaker. So in other news, I just opened Twitter, and Hangman Adam Page oh started playing Wordle. Uh-oh. Oh, good for him. Maybe Hangman Adam Page is named Hangman because he loves the game Hangman. <laughs> I'd even put those two together. <laughs> that, that'll be his new gimmick. <laughs> That's a world championship gimmick, right? In WWE, it might be. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyhow, um, so good for Cameron to get a win. But yeah, man, this is like 50-50 booking at yeah. its finest. Uh, Brooks and Dunn recording a video for one of them for a dating app. Yeah. Just, I mean, all the questions were, because then that lady came at the end and said, why don't you just do it? It would have been funnier if they were working on his dating profile for this whole segment. All this, we got to have a video for your dating profile is awful. And I think it would have been funnier if they would have actually worked. Like there's prompts on Hinge that could lend itself from comedy. There's what felt cute. Might delete later, as seen on my mom's fridge, and then he could come up with all these funny responses to it. Two truths and a lie. Alfred spends a lot of time on dating apps. No, I just this from what I hear about dating apps. It's, it's <laughs> this is why he gets away from the I could have helped them write this. I gotta help them write the segment. <laughs> Let them know what the dating what they say on the dating apps. <laughs> Issa, what'd you think? Would you swipe right on this or swipe left? I wouldn't even download the app, my friend. Wow. 
Damn. There you go. Um, so Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker backstage, they like each other, they respect each other, but it's a one-one between them, and they need to see who the better man is. Typical baby face booking. I don't yeah. like when the talent or the commentary calls it a rubber match. I don't know why that just bothers me. I'm fine with it. It's like one step away from being like, well, I'll see you later tonight. We're going to have the blow off for our feud. You know, it's just kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's a little too insider, you know, exposing the business. No, a well, rubber match is a general term. It's just, yeah. it's like when the game seven or when the NBA used to be best of five, the rubber Why match is like say the... tiebreaker. Sure. Why not say tiebreaker with two K's just like Braun breaker. The, the promo writes itself. Yeah. Yes, it does. I can't even with NXT. Oh, no. Uh, okay, so we got... I, and I was nervous when we saw the vignette for Nikita Lyons tonight because I was like, this is okay, but she's going to debut. So, like, I was confused. Was, Please let the debut be better than these promos. We'll talk about what happened there. But when we came back for commercial, we did see Andre Chase University. Intestinal fortitude. Intestinal fortitude. <laughs> I thought this was the best chase segment they've done to date. I, I yeah, enjoyed really? this. Yeah. Wow. I liked that too. I thought this was great. I, I was laughing at his style of teaching. His <laughs> style of teaching. <laughs> <laughs> he watched Sam Kinison in the movie Back to School and was inspired to start a career as an educator. <laughs> I know they see more in Von Wagner, but there is so much more potential in Andre Chase. In this gimmick alone, let alone the guy, he's a talented wrestler, but there's so much more potential in what Andre Chase is doing than what Von Wagner is doing right now, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nikita Lyons versus Kayla Inlay. So we got the debut tonight. She's been on 205 Live before. She was in Women of Wrestling as the Lioness. Uh, here she was tonight making her entering debut, not a squash match. She apparently sings her own theme song, which makes sense given her background in music. She's released a couple singles under her, uh, I believe her real name, uh, Faithy J. Um, saw her coming out wearing very different gear. Like this was a very unique look she had tonight. Um, then again, this was not a squash match. They let Kayla get some offense in Nikita got some defense. And I think it went okay for the first minute or two, but when she went into the sequence and started doing more athleticism leading up to that spinning kick and dropping the splits for the pin at the end. I mean, my timeline was blowing up on this. It seems like that, that sequence is really what won the internet over. I just think she's a fantastically unique talent and we have not seen uh, a woman with her physicality, athleticism, uh, let alone presented in this way. I was very impressed. Alfred, what were your thoughts? I, I liked how she looked. I agree. She had a presence and she did come off as very unique. I thought she did some cool stuff in there, but I just think this match should have been compacted to the cool stuff she does. And uh, they could have just done this, maybe not back to back to back to back, but featured and highlighted these cool moves and then had her go over to really be a showcase for her. Uh, but other than that, my only complaint is that it just went too long in terms of this is supposed to be her showcase. And I felt like they really did a 50, 50 thing, but I thought I was impressed from what I saw from her. Issa. 
Yeah, I'll say it. She's she looked hot. Okay. She looked hot. I love the gear. <laughs> I love the way she looked. I thought she had that it factor from the second she came out. Regretted seeing those vignettes, like I mentioned earlier. I wish they would have just let her debut like this because she does have a presence when she comes out. I do like the finisher in that sequence at the end, but I'm with you guys. I thought the match went on just a little bit too long. You don't want to see somebody that's just debuted and be exposed over something silly where you could have just cut it a minute or two just to make sure that she just got her stuff in and looked super cool. But overall, I think she she won a lot of people over tonight. A lot of people are going to want to see more of her, and that's what NXT 2.0 needs right now is people with star power, and I think she has it. I thought it was interesting, though. I mean, my argument for it going longer is that in the past, and I don't know why, but specifically I'm thinking of uh, Nia Jax and the squash matches she had and some of the more bigger physical stature male talent. It seems like they give them those quick squash matches to hide their lack of in-ring ability. I feel like tonight this was intentional to show that she can actually do this. She's been doing this and I'm not just going right. to come out and do a Goldberg and uh, you know, it's over in 30 seconds. Well, yeah, I mean, the other key to a squash is if it is kayfabe, you have to make the giant look dominant. Like it's not a problem to beat somebody who's yeah. portrayed as an enhancement talent. You don't want the, you know, the enhancement talent to go 50, 50 with the person you're showcasing. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, so I think there's arguments either way, but um, what I'm excited about with this is to see, where they're going to go next, what type of matches they're going to book her in. And if she can work these longer matches, this opens up in my mind, like fantastic possibilities uh, with different female talents on the roster to really have just some different, very athletic, very intense matches. And I think, yeah, I think, yeah. And I think her look is on point. I thought she was great in the ring just please give her better promo material. And I think she could end up like fulfilling all the things Frankie Monet was not able to before they lost interest in her. Yeah. I, I thought of Frankie Monet too. I thought that would have been a good feud for her is Frankie Monet. Also sounds like there's a lot of Pog fans in the chat. From the nineties, the, the milk bottle sure. game where you slam them. Sure. That's the Pog I'm talking about. Yeah. Who, who didn't, Love them in the nineties. There's a couple guys who want to be slammers, I'm sure, for those fogs. <laughs> I'm talking about the nineties fog slammers. Okay. No, you're not. <laughs> Shout out to the chat, man. <laughs> those are my spirit animals. I remember what it was like when I was younger and had testosterone before I became <laughs> an old man. I'm gonna be 46 in like a week. Oh wow, you look very young for your age, Glenn. Well, it's a good thing I have the beard or else it would be even worse. Uh, but I thought this was a great debut. Very excited to see where they go from here. Uh, burn the master tape of that Speaking My Truth promo with her rap. <laughs> Somebody sneaking. I want that edited out of the version on Peacock. Like, just just take that, destroy it. It should not exist. Um, Persia Prada was backstage with Duke Hudson. What is up with all this? Love trying. It was a very passionate kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he and not even before the kiss. There was like that hip thrust where they like slammed the hips together. <laughs> Pretty racy. I don't know, man. I think this should have gotten t- TV fourteen tonight. So Duke I know. Hudson, I said it was a passionate, passionate kiss. <laughs> uh, so Duke Hudson kissed Indy. 
In the past, they have a history. Yes. T. Why can't we see a happy marriage on NXT? Why do they have to try and break this up? Why do they have to have drama? We might have drama. a mixed tag match between the two. I mean, that could be something. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Dexter, of course, was looking on. He saw this. Sad Dexter broke my heart. Yeah, I don't know if this was the call. I thought Dexter was going to chase out. Like, he's supposed to be the big scary yeah. guy. And I get it because it's love and they're doing a love triangle. But I, I did not expect him to hang his head and run away and cry. He played it off well, but that's not where I thought this was going. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. It's a surefire money bet that next week we're going to have Dexter painting the kiss <laughs> as he weeps. No, he's going to paint the um, Hudson with like all of the lipstick. And, like it's going to be a messy painting of him yeah. with the red lipstick on. <laughs> that, yeah, that could be that. It could be like lipstick, but it's really in his mind, it's blood on his mouth. Blood. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's solid. And then, he's, um, and, then, and then we're going to turn, turn Hudson into the Joker. And he's going to be like, you want to know how I got these cars? It's going to be great. <laughs> and Hudson then as a Joker, it ties into his poker gimmick because the cards and the Joker, they could work. There we go. So I was going to say he's moved Whoa. on to playing Canasta now that the poker room got shut down. <laughs> you know, Or, or a, a bridge playing gimmick. Bridge is a very popular game. Very popular with the older demographic on NXT. You know? Yeah, it's a good work. Um, so Robert Stone backstage with Von Wagner. Alfred, how do you think this is working out? I prefer Andre Chase. I want him to win this feud. You know, Von, Wa Von Wagner had the, it's going to be a, a project for Robert Stone. We're going to find out how good Robert Stone really is. If you can get Von Wagner over that Robert Stone or something. Um, we had a celebration of Creed winning the Dusty. Out there with uh, Malcolm Bivens cutting a promo, interrupted by Imperium. Crowd chanting. Crowd chanting Walter again and again and again. Yep. Do you think they're going to relent on this name change? No, I think it's kind of falling into their hands because part of his heel gimmick on camera is a very self aware. Gunther continuously correcting people saying, no, it's Gunther. So it kind of encourages fans to chant Walter so that he can correct them as a heel. Now he's not this cool baby face, you know, or this cool heel who people are going to cheer because he's Walter. He's like a legitimate heel where people want him to be Walter, but he's using that to get heat and saying that his name is Gunther. Cool. Well, that, no, this is like week number six in a row that I forget who the tag team champions are. Yes. Uh, it's got to be the Creed Brothers. I was watching this segment thinking, like, they've got to get those belts off Imperium. Yeah, me too. Until you just said that, I thought, are the Creed Brothers tag team champions? Like, I, that's... <laughs> I'd forgotten. Um, but and Gunter. Gunter. A brawl ensued in Solo Sikoa <laughs> made the save, fought off Gunter. It's going to be a good match. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me yeah. too. In this household, we stand solo Sokoa. So, well, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> um, no, Solo's great, and I hope he gets the win there. 
we had Joe Gacy and Harlan in the back. Uh, Shaw Fudge them appraise, uh, approaching Draco Anthony in the gym. Did you see that footage that Harland posted of like him in a supermarket on the in-camera monitor looking like a psychopath? No. Yeah, I like Harland is legit terrifying uh, when he wants to be. Oh, yeah. This is on his Twitter? Yeah, I think uh, I saw it on his Twitter. It was like a picture. Like he took a photo of the or, or he had someone take a photo of the security monitor in the supermarket wow i gotta check that out um i mean dude just looks psychotic which works very well for him um yeah. oh so we had uh ivy nile and tatum paxley versus katie Catanzaro and kaden carter with casey and kaden winning how did you feel about this isa oh sad anytime i see ivy nile on my tv i need to see her winning dominantly and that didn't happen and it made me very sad yeah, they kind of protected her by not having her, her be pinned, and then she attacked yeah. her partner. But yeah, I, I need her to be completely invincible. And they did a good job with Ivy Not, like, because she's supposed to be this pit bull, and that's how they treated her. That Roderick Strong had to, like, yeah. literally call her off. Uh, yeah. But, you know, this is a showcase for this. It looks like a new repackaged music festival gimmick for Casey and Caden. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. With Ivy Nile, though, I wonder what her ceiling is in NXT. It would seem like given the way they've presented her, she would be the assumed next Shayna Baszler of the division. Who's going to hold that women's title for a year or so, but it's, they seem in no rush to get there. And I wonder if they're going to lose interest before that actually happens. No, no, they shouldn't. I mean, the comparison with Ivy now, I think is hook in that, you know, I don't think there's any rush to get hook as a world champion, even a TNT champion, what they're doing works. He's being dominant. You got to kind of get that over. And then the next step is competitive matches. And then you challenge for titles, but but I think they're doing everything perfect. You wouldn't have hook in a tag team and have the tag team lose. Exactly. And I completely agree with that. I don't know what Ivy now was doing in this tournament if she wasn't going to win it. Yeah, exactly. that's the part that's weird. Uh, oh, hey, Heather Abood's in the chat. Happy belated hey. birthday. She Hi, Heather. Uh, Kelvin Alexander, $5, saying, give Nikita Lyons all the belts. All, all the of belts. them. Wow. I'm telling you. Um, not since Tony D'Angelo have I seen a personality so just universally beloved. Oh, you're going to vote the GOAT. What's up with Tony, by the way? Where was Tony this week? Coming off a tough loss last week, I guess he's shaking it off, but he really should have been on TV to explain and get his heat back. He might have gone to Chicago in some deep dish pizza. Just, you know, feel better. He'll be back next week. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was surprisingly, uh, I don't know. I thought this match, they could have done more to make uh, Ivy Neal look dominant, even in a loss. But yeah. Casey and Kaden got the win. Uh, Casey and Kaden looked great, though, I thought. Yeah, they've got a great finisher. That finisher is amazing. The uh, 450 were into the neck break or whatever, the double team. I like it a lot. And then Ivy Nile attacked Paxley, her partner. So I'm sure they'll go one on one next week and Ivy will beat the crap. And Ivy will destroy her, yes, as she should. 1000%. Um, number one contenders match Dolph Ziggler versus Tommaso Ciampa. 
Think of, think about those words that I just said. If you have not been watching NXT, he's here to show the world. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne is asking how he can donate us eighteen thousand dollars. Well, not through a super chat. That's for sure. Cash app Alfred Kanoa. Yeah, I was gonna say cash app Glenn Rubenstein. Just you know, make that. Yes, uh, go ahead. I'll make sure I turn this on. Make sure it's. Yeah. Am, I, am I on Cash App under my name? Maybe I'm on Venmo. I don't know. I don't know. Got to figure that out. I'll update my settings. Venmo's Alfred Dash Kanoa. If that's the route you would like to go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but, no, uh, I think I'm a Glenn Rubenstein on both. No, it says it's unavailable, so I guess I do have it. I guess I do have a Cash App. I will figure it out. Just send the money. I'll figure it out. We'll get it all distributed. I'm sorry, my Cash App is is dollar sign A. O-N-U-W-A. Dollar sign. Just make it. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll distribute it. Don't 1099 us for it. If it's a <laughs> gift under a certain amount, we don't have to pay taxes. So we'll, we'll figure it out, Dwayne. Get in touch. Listen up, Dwayne. Just get your phone camera right up here. All right, please go ahead and scan. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's a business one right <laughs> Watch that turn out to be The Rock. Watch that, like, you know, we're going to hear. This is something The Rock would do. It's just, like, give away, like, $18,000 to some podcasters. Would The Rock just do that? Yes. You, you see those oh, things on his video where he's, like, giving away trucks to people from his childhood? Yeah, but there's, like, people that, like, served in the military or suffered, like, a hardship or a loss. I don't see Dwayne being, like, you guys made me laugh with the pog discussion. We, we watch two hours of NXT 2.0 every week. We suffer, too. So you give us that $18,000 right down the middle. Six thousand dollars. I mean, if he one. doesn't want to do that, I'll take some free tequila for life too. Like, oh, you there know. you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, the when her new number one contender tonight to Braun Breaker was Dolph Ziggler. Uh, we had a mysterious cameraman interfere with the match. Turned out to be Robert Roode, and uh, looks like we're gonna have two on two next week. But what did you think of uh, the match? Some might say a dream match of Dolph Ziggler versus Tommaso Ciampa. Issa, what'd you think? Listen, I don't know about dream match. I don't think that I ever sat down and said, wow, I really wish I could see Tommaso Ciampa and Dolph Ziggler. These are random, Issa. Dreams are not always (laughs) fantasies. Sometimes (laughs) dreams are random. That being said, I thought the match delivered. I have fun watching this match. I thought it was lit. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought they were doing an awesome job. I, I like the contrast between their different styles a little bit. Um, the cameraman, I really, as soon as the cameraman attacked, I was like, please let it be rude. Because I tweeted last week, I was like, hey, the, the wrong one of the dirty dogs showed up in NXT. Please bring back Bobby <laughs> Rude to NXT. So I was very happy to see him there. And I do think that the tag match is going to be a lot of fun. But, you know, they say they, re- they remember the finish. When NXT ended, I was in a good mood and excited to talk about it. So I, I will say they delivered. Yeah. I very much like this match too. I thought they did a great job in there and it's new opponents for both guys. And you got to imagine both of them have been in this position where they're pretty much doing the same thing. I know they even call Tommaso the pulse of NXT, but he's been there forever. He's wrestled everybody. And then you could say the same thing about Dolph on the main roster. So for both of these guys, it had to be a treat to be able to have a match like that. Yeah. Yeah. Were you uh... excited about Bobby Roode? Uh, not, not necessarily. I, I, I thought it was well done. The running was well done, but until I hear glorious, I won't get excited about it. Right. Agreed. 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 That's the weird thing to have that. I mean, that's like, I don't know. Like if you're going to show up back in your old stomping grounds and you're, you know, a hit artist, play your hit. Yeah. You know, 
do something. That's what people want to see. But that's the thing. That would give him a baby face reaction, and they're trying to be heels in NXT. So, you know, you don't But he was a heel people. when the glorious yeah. thing was yeah. That is true. But he, I mean, he wouldn't get a baby face reaction for glorious if he did it today. Right. Yeah. It was a good match tonight. I think um, they're trying to milk everything they can out of this with the tag match. I mean, this, yeah, it's just, this is going to drag on. Like, Dolph is not here for. Not here for a good time. He's here for a long time, it seems like. Yeah. It should be the opposite way. I agree. <laughs> is, Alfred, is that what you have on the waiting room printed there? Like, it hey, you're, you're here for a good time, not a long time? It is now, yes. That, that's a disclaimer that needs to be up there. <laughs> no overnight guests. That could disappoint <laughs> some of your girls. <laughs> no overnight guests. Like house policy, no overnight guests. Yeah. <laughs> And be like, my landlord is really particular about this. It's in the lease. <laughs> hey, I try to tell him. I just uh... <laughs> You guys got to come out to the waiting room when WrestleMania is in Eaglewood. I'll, I'll have a whole tour. It's just like how they have WrestleMania access, I will have uh, the waiting room oh. as an access so that people can pay and kind of check it out. I'm going to vlog it. I'm going to vlog it for my channel. <laughs> Hell yeah. An exclusive peek behind the scenes of the nasty mess. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do this. Don't you guys forget about this. We're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how we can top this. So, uh, yeah, Dolph won. Uh, Bobby Roode got involved. Ron Breaker came out. Ron Breaker challenged him right then and there to two on two. But, of course, that's going to happen next week. Um, I mean, this was, this episode was fine. I thought yeah. the Nikita thing was the standout. The other stuff was okay, but there wasn't a lot that made me just go, oh my God, NXT is firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah. This is like an episode in NXT. I thought it was right on yeah. par for what it usually is. Yeah. We're, but we're also in a five week build to stand and deliver. So it makes sense. Yes. They're going to take their time. There you have it, folks. There you have it. Yay. Yay. So if you have angry tweets or complaints, you tweet those to this is nasty. Thank you. He he, <laughs> feel, he makes sure that they get escalated to Raj. He he personally oh, yeah. reviews each one and then I, you know. I hand deliver the ones with the most egregious complaints. <laughs> okay. Uh Issa's at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one because uh well, we know what happened. Yes, and just happened to the Wrestling Inc. Twitter as well. Yeah. Oh, Everybody hey. follow Wrestling Inc. Com. Yes. The alternate that's live and in full effect. Alfred said, this is nasty. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Honestly, it has me so paranoid about posting anything, any media. Like, I, I will retweet other people to the ends of the earth because that's on them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Twitter applies to this stuff, it seems, very haphazardly and without rhyme or reason yeah very odd so uh tomorrow night aew then we're back friday to talk about rampage and smackdown we'll see what happens the fallout from elimination chamber did you guys uh, both watch elimination chamber yes I, I i thought it was pretty good i thought it was okay it was, it was fun to watch being on twitter i'll say that but it you know it was a wild show yeah i covered it here on wrestling inc you guys should go oh, watch that's it. right yeah, there you go. Did a good job. 
Cool, everyone. Well, have a great rest of your night. We will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Happy 2-2-2-2-2, everybody. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown.